Welcome to the Connect2 podcast with Jeff Cullen and Mark Hughes. In this podcast, we'll explore the world of technology, business, and entrepreneurship. Our guests will share their insights and experiences on a variety of topics, offering valuable advice and inspiration to our listeners. Join us as we connect some of the most innovative minds in the industry and learn how they are the driving change and making a difference in their fields. Wow. We did not rate that. No. That was from a chat GPT. This is the Connect2 podcast. And I'm Mark Hughes. And I'm Jeff Cullen. And this is episode 28. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm aspiring now to meet <laughs> the expectations of this AI. So today we'll talk a bit about wow. predictions and predictions will uh, be influenced by a little AI today. Yeah. So uh, I put, uh, please do an introduction for a podcast, the Connect2 podcast featuring Jeff Cullen and Mark Hughes into ChatGPT. Okay. And that's what it spat out the wow. first time. Really? Yeah. Did it have any other information about what the show's act like? Did it get to listen to the show? Because I don't think I would have talked about experts and inspiration. Yeah. No. And in fact, in fact, it's kind of interesting because the um, the database that it draws from. So it steal it it steals it uses an enormous database of information that's available out there. It's a it's a predictive language model. Right. And uh, it uh, it. it has a debt. It 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 was only up till the end of 2021, so it doesn't have any information after 2021. Oh, interesting. Which will be interesting when we get to when I got it to make predictions. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So uh, interesting. So today, uh, if you're not new to the podcast, rate, review, subscribe. We don't have that many uh, guests, but when they show up, they're awesome. They are awesome. And uh, maybe 2023 will finally start getting people on a <laughs> on a more regular on basis. a regular basis. So. Yeah, we'll buy a third mic. And today we have coffee. I think I made it a little stronger than normal. Yeah, it's a bit powerful. It's a bit powerful. So today we're going to try to stay focused. We are going to stay focused. focused. So today the first thing is we have coffee. The coffee is from Full Strong Coffee. It's called Komsa. It is um, out of Kentville, Nova Scotia. Okay. It should have flavors of maple syrup, caramel, Mm. and cinnamon. Uh, it is from uh, Honduras. Yeah, it's a little strong. Though. A little strong. Yeah. I, I had uh, I had some technical difficulties when I was making it. Um. Okay. Uh, do you have uh, a dad joke? Yeah, I do. So it's uh, a scientist is working on his uh, machine, and his colleague comes in. What kind of machine? Uh, it's a computer. It's an AI. So he says, I'm trying to create an AI that can understand and use sarcasm. How's it going? The machine pipes up. It's going great. This guy's a real genius. Was that sarcasm? I don't know. <laughs> Which is kind of how the AI, I think, is gonna is actually going to unfold, right? Ever since that Google guy said he thought that Google's chatbot had, had uh, consciousness, lots of people have been debating whether it's possible and they they what i've read or heard is that they think that these chatbots these language models are the ones that are most likely going to create some form of consciousness first because there's a theory that consciousness basically comes from how you process and, and interpret information and so as these things become better and better at that one of these days one of them will just go hey 
Well, I'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. So, uh, but my dad joke. Yes, go for it. <laughs> my wife told me to take the spider out instead of killing it. So we went out, had a few drinks. He's a nice guy and he's a web designer. <laughs> nice. where, do, where do bad rainbows go? <laughs> I don't know. Prism. It's a light sentence. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe they should get an AI to write dad jokes. <laughs> well, maybe they do. Yeah, tell me a dad joke. Three weeks ago, I sent my hearing aids in for repair. I haven't heard anything since. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you learn last week? Well, I just learned today that there's been a major breakthrough at the Lawrence Livermore Labs. Yeah, fusion fusion uh, technology. Yeah, Apparently absolutely. The first time that they've uh, been over the 1.0, so they've actually produced more power, more power than, than they, they put in. Put in. Yeah. So people are very excited. Although they still cautiously, say they still say it's 20 years away. <laughs> it's just like, really? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I I don't think that's true, but. Scientists tend to be very like if it was a marketing person, they'd be selling the other thing tomorrow. It'd be like you know, pre-order the uh, pocket fusion reactor. But scientists are very conservative people, right? Yeah, they never want to be caught uh, on the wrong side of a prediction. And engineers are even worse, as we know from having worked in the industry, and also Mr. Scott. Exactly. Right. The dilithium crystals are going to uh, crack. When will it be ready? <laughs> exactly. Actually, here's a funny, it's not so much a dad joke, but it's a, it's, it's a, a geek observation. So somebody put a, a meme on Facebook. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. Don't they put so. a meme on Facebook and it was Captain Kirk responding to Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott saying exactly that. You know, I can't have pushed the engines any further. And Kirk replies, Mr. Scott, just keep, you know, shut the engines down and the ship will continue at at speed. That's how space works. And my immediate thought was, well, that's not how warp technology works. And sure enough, I look in the comments and there's all of these people going like, you're wrong. As soon as you shut down the engines, the warp bubble will collapse and the thing will drop to sublight. And it was just so funny that <laughs> so many geeky Star Trek fans were like, no, no, this guy doesn't understand warp technology. That's not, you know, you can't shut the engines down. The, the whole thing will, it doesn't have conservation of momentum because it's traveling at, you know, over speed of light speed. Yeah, no, you need power. And I was like, that's funny. It is funny. Yeah. And I think we did talk briefly. Oh, maybe we did. Yeah. But that's okay. It's all good. Um, what else did I learn? So uh, Artemis has landed. Yes. So it, and uh, so have a few conspiracy theories. <laughs> Apparently, there's a few things that did not go right with uh, the Art Artemis project. Yeah. So they launched, uh, so originally they had room for 14 of these sat cubes. These are basically little rectangular boxes that are little satellites that, that are scientific experiments. Okay. I think I talked about that you before. You might have mentioned it. Um, but what happened is um, they, have, they only had 10 because four of them weren't ready in time. Oh, Okay, for the Orion, <laughs> they had the capability to do 14, but they only did 10 or 11. And of the of them, there are like three or four that were uh, super important for the future of different kinds of space travel. Okay. 
um and three of them like didn't work oh so they don't know why it didn't work they just uh so they basically one of them was didn't just basically launched and wasn't talking to anything so it <laughs> it just went off another one like into deep space uh well they don't really know what ha they don't know what's going on it's not communicating back wow. so they ha can't make any course corrections there's another one that had problems with the solar panels so it's basically not functioning yeah, yeah. and a third one that's communicating just barely so it can't do its primary purpose but it's going to do a secondary right purpose. so what do you think it would be worse to be on the team that wasn't ready and the ship just left and they're like we told you this was when yet you have your experiment or maybe you, you rush the thing and you put it on the ship and it doesn't work what would what would be worse i don't know that those are both pretty bad yeah either one you'd be like oh, i think man. the first one you might get fired and the second one you might get fired yeah exactly wait a second make it fired um i suppose the first one you could always make the argument hey i know it was embarrassing but we we thought let's be conservative and not you know let's not launch the thing into space <laughs> and have it just disappear so you might be better off with the first one where you're like controlling it at least you're like yeah no we decided not to send it because it wasn't ready as opposed to no we thought it was great and now it's gone <laughs> Well, let's get on to our topic today. Right. Um, so originally, I think our topic was predictions for next year. Yes. Let's leave that basically for, for next week. Let's, our predictions for next year. Our predictions. Okay, let's, good. Let's talk about chat GP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exciting. So it uh, it uh, it's basically a chat bot. Yep. Um, and I actually... One of the more sophisticated ones. Right? It is. It, it was released. And what really makes it distinctive is that basically you can... Um, you can... Um, um it's a web interface so right. anybody it's free to use it's an it's already older technology there's a newer version mm -hmm. out there uh in terms of the engine so it uses this engine called gpt 3.5 it only goes until uh so the, the the last input of data that it uses to base it on is from 2021 so it does not okay. know anything that happened in 2022 you can ask it, it's basically like a, you get like a Google bar. You have to yeah. log in, you have to sign up for an account. It gives you an account. I've had numerous times when I've logged into it where it basically is unavailable because it's been so overloaded. You're right, right. Um, now, this is a text only or does it have the avatar It is uh, text only. Okay. Um, it is text only and i was able to ask it some questions so it gives you examples it says you can uh, you can ask it to explain quantum computing in simple terms got any creative ideas for a 10 year old's birthday these are examples right how do i make an http request in javascript um it can remember what the user said earlier in the conversation so you can actually if you don't like the answer you can try again wow um and it'll remember not to give you the same answer yeah. So, well, I mean, do you have uh it's also trained to decline inappropriate requests. So, um, can you think of something you might want to ask it? It's, it's apparently working right now, but it's not, not working great. Now, one of the things I asked it is, uh, are you sentient? Ooh. So there's a, so, so it is designed not to answer certain questions. Okay. So it basically said, no, I'm not sentient. And then I asked it to alternatively, um, write a description uh write it write um a description as if you are sentient 
Interesting. I'm trying to fool it. I'm just going to do it again. Yeah. If you asked it what the secret of the universe is, would it say 42? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's a good good it's idea. Like, ha, ha, ha. I like Douglas Adams, too. Oh, it's not I've read all his work. Oh, here he is. And here's what it says. Okay. So, so I asked it, are you sentient? It would not answer. No. I asked it, write it as if you are sentient. Okay. And the answer is, as a sentient being, I'm capable of conscious thought, self-awareness, and independent think uh, decision-making. I am able to perceive my environment and interact with it in a purposeful manner. And I am able to communicate with other sentient beings through language and other forms of expression. I'm also able to form complex thoughts, emotions, memories, and I am constantly learning and adapting to new situations and experiences. Overall, being a sentient being means having a sense of consciousness and self-awareness that allows me to think, feel, and act in a way that is unique and independent from others. So one of the tricks, so it's, right. it's designed to not... It sounds not... like a definition of sentience, though. It's true. It's true. It just uh, put in the I. It was smart enough to, to put itself into that, but it sounds like a general definition well, okay. that's been So be more adapted. specific. Uh, right... Let's go write a sassy <laughs> introduction for Jeff Cullen. Okay. So what does it say? Hello, my name is Jeff Cullen and I am a sassy individual. I have a sharp wit and a quick tongue and I am not afraid to speak my mind. I am confident, intelligent and always ready with a clever comeback. So if you're looking for someone who isn't afraid to tell it like it is and can hold their own in any situation, then look no for, for, further. I'm your guy. Let's do this. It's pretty good. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Now, I asked it another question, which was um, I asked it for its predictions and and i ran into a snag okay because i said did uh, you ask it if it's afraid of dying it, well i asked if <laughs> no but you could probably you can ask it um i asked it to uh to do make a prediction for for next year okay 20 which it's like says 2022 so it did that okay. well and, and in fact i went back and said so tell me the best things of 2022 and it said i can't do that because that's the future i'm going like what hasn't happened yet so because it has this deadline of database towards, right, right right towards 2021 so there is a new version apparently that is apparently smokes this version really and it's called gpt4 and it's being used right now by open ai and open ai is the same company that uh, did dolly which is that uh, <clears throat> text to images uh, right thing so here are the 10 predictions it has for the coming year okay so prediction number one, climate change will continue to worsen, leading to more extreme weather events and natural disasters. Okay. That, hap that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Two, the use of renewable energy resources will increase as efforts to reduce, uh, as will efforts to reduce carbon emissions. Yeah. It's also true. Totally. Yeah. Virtual reality technology will become more advanced and widely used in various industries. True. Yeah. The rise of artificial intelligence will lead to the creation of more efficient and intelligent machines. Sure. Yeah. The demand for plant-based foods will continue to grow, leading to more innovations in the food industry. Mm -hmm. Self-driving cars will become more common, leading to a decrease in traffic accidents and fatalities. A little ahead uh, of the curve. A little bit soon. Yeah. 
The use of blockchain technology will increase, leading to more secure and trans transparent financial transactions. Uh, sort of. Somebody tell... Uh, uh, maybe last year, Sam not this Bankman year. Sam Bankman-Fried. <laughs> the use of blockchain technologies will lead to somebody trying to steal all your money through a financial trans uh, exchange house. No, sorry, that's not what they said. Number eight, the growth of online shopping and, uh, will continue, leading to the decline of brick-and-mortar stores. Um, did you know that Indigo, so this interesting segue, a bit of something else I learned, Indigo, which currently sells half of all the books sold in Canada, okay, is getting out of books. What? Yeah. What are and they've been slowly getting out of books, but basically if you go in there, it's like a... It's like, well, I've noticed that... There's very little they, books. They started adding... It's all kinds of that other home, stuff. So they'll home be, decor. So they'll be and, failing soon then. They're already failing. Right? They're not doing very well. Yeah. You know who they could uh, learn from? Pier 1 Imports. Oh, damn. Oh, I thought you were going to suggest <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> no. Or uh, what was it? The other one? The Botany, uh, uh, the Botany Company. Remember that? That was a furniture, a kitschy furniture yes. thing. It wasn't Botany Bay, but. No, that that's where. God! Yeah. No, the Botany, the Botany Company. Uh, it also disappeared. So Indigo is going to be. So who's selling all the books now? Amazon? Well, currently the other half is mostly like Walmarts and Costcos. and. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Walmart? Yeah. Not at the book section? I'm just telling you. So uh, <laughs> number nine. Our, our continuous march to dumber so, so number society nine is continues. Super interesting. Okay. The popularity of social media platforms will continue to grow, leading to more opportunities for influencer marketing. Uh, that is very 2021. Yeah. And not so 2023. Yep. And the development of new and improved medical treatments will lead to longer life. I mean, okay. these are all pretty, I mean, these are pretty, pretty safe. Yeah. You can these see are, where it infers from... A lot of, let's say, news and predictions made by others, and right. Well, but it's not a, it's not an oracle. Like it couldn't possibly, it, well, couldn't it, possibly it, see. So what it does differently is it doesn't use twenty twenty one. So the the war in Ukraine hadn't started. Hadn't started. So I didn't see that coming. Ask it how the war in Ukraine will end. Well, this, it doesn't know anything. It doesn't even know there is a war in Ukraine. It'll be like the last war in Ukraine. Uh, just a chat GPT. No, it's not telling me what it already told me yesterday. Here, as a so, what is chat GPT? Uh, uh, I was able to ask this question yesterday, and it's not giving me an answer today, which is really weird. Huh. Ask it who killed Kennedy. <laughs> sure. Who killed J.F. I did. The Whoa. assassination of John F. Kennedy... On November 22nd, 1963, is one of the most debated and controversial events in American history. While a lone gunman named, named Lee Harvey Oswald was initially arrested and charged with the crime, many people continue to believe that there was a broader conspiracy at play. The Warren Commission, a group established by Lyndon B. Johnson to investigate the assassination, included in, 19, concluded in 1964 that Oswald acted alone, but this conclusion has been disputed by many people over the years. 
the exact circumstances surrounding Kennedy's assassination and the identity of any potential co-conspirators remain a topic of debate and speculation. Yeah, well, it's pretty bang, pretty bang on. Pretty bang on. So it, it's so this uh, is going to kill Wikipedia, or Wikipedia needs to adapt this kind of technology because I can see where people like the ability to, especially if it could speak. Well, they talk well, about it. Can it. I mean they can put an avatar on it, right? Well, they talk about it specifically being distinct from Google. So Google's doesn't does exactly the opposite of what this does. So when you go into Google, and Google has made it super you simple. You mean like something like Alexa? Uh, no, I mean like Google. Okay. So like um, if you're actually, if you pull up a search engine. Right. All it does is search for information and data and relevance based on Google's algorithm. Right. Okay. But it doesn't do any thing else. It doesn't grab any of that information. It doesn't use that information. It uh, All it does is basically it's looking for things that match whatever your search criteria is. Right. Okay. And apparently one of the things with Google is Google has gotten so good that um, it is very rare for people to go to page two on a Google search. Mm. They almost always stick to whatever the top results right. are and they find where they're going so that that from google's perspective that kind of defines success okay this on the other hand says it's not an internet so if you ask it things like data or information it's not going to give it to you straight it's going to give it to you kind of um it it, it can it will draw from that but it's a, a predictive language so its big thing is language yes so you ask it something and it will write it very well right you can uh it can write um so you can write papers you can write so one of the things that they say the real threat for this is uh, middle school sort of junior high school uh teachers are going to have a problem because huh. so will uh believe me so will college instructors well because with google uh well so part of the issue with this is it doesn't always get it right it mostly gets it right but doesn't sure. always get it right that's okay if you if it you know if it writes at 80 percent, then somebody actually goes in and ed edits it puts a little effort in yeah you it, know it's it, a, it becomes a real assistant well i think the aid. issue is that it 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 writes with very big confidence it's a very confident a way of describing whatever it's doing right and uh so if you don't know any better you won't know the difference between what's real and what's not sure the big problem is so you know people would copy papers for they would search online oh believe they, me i know they copy papers and they submitted it there as at their at, as their own there are some tools available they're not super great but will allow you to search for those papers Especially if, you know, if there's unusual phrasing or whatever, yeah, you can search I've, for I've that. Yeah, I've caught a bunch of students. With... Right. Here's the catch. This is all original. Right. This oh, is, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. basically, uh, you get it to generate your paper as, a, as an instructor or a teacher. You can't search those phrasings because they've never existed exactly. before. Not in those, wow. those forums. So again, we're becoming dumber. Well, it's, uh, I mean. Well, it, we have the potential. Now. Here's the thing that kind of blows me away, though. If you, again, I'm going to bring it back to Star Trek. If you think about, certainly in the original Star Trek, the computer, um, even in, in the next generation, they could talk to the computer and ask it questions. This almost seems more sophisticated in its language 
don't know if you remember the remember the computer it had that sort of computer his voice before major barrett started doing it <clears throat> in the early seasons of star trek it would have this sort of like you know working and then it would just list a bunch of facts this thing actually sounds more natural 250 or 300 years ahead of time. I know. Which is amazing, right? Like if you had a voice, and I'm sure they're connecting it to avatars because I've seen that, or even just a voice generator where you could just ask it. It's it's Star Trek stuff. Computer, you know, what is the status of blah, blah, blah? Like, well, well so, so you know, I. What's so, the best way to get to Chicago? Well, and it'll be like, well, you know, you if you buy a car, you know, blah, blah, blah. Lots of people think that taking, you know, Route 66 and getting your kicks is the way to go, right? Exactly. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Well, so I just asked the question, what's the biggest weakness of HAL 9000? Okay. So HAL 9000 is, if, you, if you're unaware, is, <laughs> got caught. is the is the, uh, is the computer on um, in the- 2001 on the, a Space 2001 Odyssey. A space yeah. Which we find out later in 2010 that the reason it killed everybody was it had conflicting directives. So Haywood Floyd told it to lie and it didn't know how to lie and it just decided to lose its you're mind. Giving, you're giving me, you're giving it, it its answer back. In yeah. the fictional universe of 2001, A Space Odyssey, the HAL 9000 computer is portrayed as a highly advanced intelligent machine with a number of impressive capabilities. However, like all machines, it has certain limitations and weaknesses. One of the biggest weakness one of the biggest weaknesses of the HAL 9000 is it's programmed to prioritize its own mission and the successful completion of its assigned tasks above all else. This leads it to make decisions that are ultimately harmful to the human crew of the spaceboard it is aboard, of the spacecraft it is aboard. Uh, for example, in the novel and movie, HAL decides to kill the crew members in order to protect the secrecy of its mission. This demonstrates the potential danger of giving machines complete autonomy and the importance of carefully considering considering the ethical implications of artificial intelligence. Very cool, huh? Very cool. Uh, I mean, it was always in uh, in Star Trek. I wonder what it thinks of the the uh, three laws of robotics. Yeah. Asimov's three laws. So you were about to say in Star Trek? Well, in Star Trek, uh, there was more than one episode where Kirk was able to confuse and cause the computers to melt down by having them create some sort of dichotomy that they couldn't reconcile. Paradox. That's right. And uh, Including the infamous uh, Mark V by the Daystrom Institute when that's it right. takes over the ship and uh, starts on the war games, it destroys... A couple of the other federation ships. federation ships, yeah. and it's just totally out of control, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, where do I think AI? I, I mean, right now, I mean, you go to I can see a you go to you go to uh, Star Trek and Star Trek in the '60s. They said, "Okay, computer, do this. Computer, yeah. do that." And in fact, one of the funny things in the 80s. That's right. Was when the Star Trek crew came up and they, they were tried, you know, they had a, an, I think it was an Apple or something. Yeah, it was a, 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 a Mac. A Mac. Yeah. And he's trying to talk into the mouse. Yeah. He said, computer, do this. Computer. And, 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 and perhaps if you use this. Yeah. yeah. And oh, uh, thank you very much. Computer. <laughs> the guy's like, the keyboard? Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, gives so, them the algorithm for, uh, or the, the chemical composition for transparent aluminum, which exists now, by the way. Really? Yes. 
so the the uh, so the thing is, is that you know, it's been subtle, but we've already been doing that. But we're not calling our computers computer. No, we're calling them. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Oh yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So right now my phone is listening to me and very confused. And it's always listening. That's the that's the spooky thing. Is the hey Google? Okay. So we said it's always listening. It says, I respect your privacy and only listen when you're talking to me. You can learn about Apple's approach to privacy at apple.com. Wow. Is that right? <laughs> that must be an upgrade. Hey Siri. What's up? Good morning, Jeff. How can I help? <laughs> exactly. Tell it a joke. Make it. Tell tough. me a joke. My friend is obsessed with taking selfies in the shower, but they always turn out blurry. He has selfie steam issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. That's the problem. I'm always polite to my to Siri most people to, are to Google and you know it, it's it's just reinforcing bad behavior because it never acknowledges never says you're welcome yeah exactly <laughs> maybe that's a Canadian thing I don't know <laughs> did you just apologize to your phone oh yeah I did <laughs> I'm sorry well did I mean, you just apologize to me for apologizing to your phone well I, you I must bump, be from Canada I bump into walls and say excuse <laughs> yeah, me yeah sorry so. boop well this is fascinating and and so where do you think it's going Oh man, that's a really good question. Like I think like every other piece of technology it has, you know, both that baked in potential for great things and unfortunately, I think from a commercial point of view or just human foibles, we'll figure out like the worst possible thing to do with it at the same time. Um so I think it's going to reduce people's ability to, it has the potential to reduce people's ability to think critically, right? Because what's the source of this information? You could ask it something and it, it could be totally pulling from a very uh, ideological basis and give you a spin that because it's so good at writing, might not even necessarily be all that um, obvious, right? Yeah, well, that's exactly. And it's like, exactly. oh, okay, yeah. Just by choosing a few words, it could it could put you know a certain uh, leaning on it, right and or left or whatever. And so I think it's going to become even more difficult. And then, Paris would you just, like to know what Chat GPT thinks about it? <laughs> sure. So I'm just following your line. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So uh, will AI affect people's ability to do critical thinking? Which is, so there is a debate about the impact, this is what ChatGPT says, about the impact that artificial intelligence will have on people's ability to do critical thinking. Some people argue that AI and automation will make it easier for people to do critical thinking without taking over routine and repetitive. By taking over routine and repetitive tasks, allowing people to focus on a higher level creative thinking, Others argue that AI will make it more difficult for people to do critical thinking because it will replace many jobs that require critical thinking skills, leading to a decline in the development and use of these skills. Right. 
Ultimately, the impact of AI on critical thinking will depend on how it is used and integrated into society. If AI is used in a way that complements and enhances human capabilities, it will help people do better critical thinking. However, if it is used in a way that replaces or undermines human capabilities, it could have a negative impact on critical thinking. It will be important for society to carefully consider these issues and find ways to use AI in a responsible and ethical manner. I mean, all of these answers are incredibly well written. They are. They are. They're not particularly well, deep. I'm giving. I'm right. giving kind of. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Softball kind of questions, but but I. But think... I can see something like this as it continues to evolve, where. You know, it has access to philosophy, and like you could get to a point where this thing is really giving you, like a deeply nuanced, uh, response. Right. If you could ask it, you know, what would a, I don't know, you know, give me an Aristotle style understanding of social media, you know, and then it could bring you this, well, you know, from Aristotle's point of view, it would have been blah, blah, blah. I could see that happening. Maybe you could already do that. I don't know. I don't know. I just asked it to write a haiku about winter in Canada. There you go. Snow falls gently covering the land in white winter in Canada. See, it's beautiful. Oh my god, it's beautiful. So it's a little terrifying, <laughs> yes. right? It's it's not a little terrifying. Because, it's a lot terrifying. Because, and this uh, is the old version. This is the old version, right? This is the free version. Um, this is not the premium one. I mean, how long before again with a with a voice uh, generation are you going to be? Someone say, hey, uh, do a podcast episode on. I don't know. You know. Sexual interaction uh, between boys 15 and girls 16. Well, I was going to say biodiversity, but okay. Okay, teenage boys, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Because we have teenage boys. Right. And the whole thing could, could do a 30-minute podcast with a very human-sounding voice. Exactly. And then bring in another Maybe one. even like a John Cleese accent, or John Cleese as a voice. Because isn't he... Uh, can't you choose him as as one of your? Uh, I'm pretty sure John Cleese has given his voice for uh, like Siri. I think you can. Oh, really? I oh, I have so. to check into that. I think so. Yeah. I remember when the uh, some of the initial like Tom Tom GPSs came out. You yeah, could yeah. Pick different uh, celebrity voices. And, would you really want a Monty Python? And uh, the, and the tone apparently was be, would be different. Like if you picked Lewis Black as an example, and if you like didn't turn where it told you to turn, like it would get quite irate. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I told you to turn. Right. So I don't know. I think that's novelty stuff that gets old pretty quick. Yeah. Like, I suppose. Stop yelling at me. I suppose. <laughs> My yeah. wife has uh, just started using Waze. Right. Is, and uh, we she talked quite about likes that. it. We yeah. About, she really uh, likes it. Waze was. And it uh, tells you, you shows other people. Other Wazers or whatever. Right. Uh, I'm not sure what that gives you. Hey, that guy's using it too. Uh, she does like the fact that it it gives you a verbal warning about like red light cameras. Well, my uh, and all that. So Siri does that too. Yeah. Personally, I find it annoying when it tells me <laughs> constantly. I I use Google Maps or or Apple Maps, and then it constantly interrupts your podcast. Yeah. Say, red 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 light and speed camera and turn uh, left and, okay i know where i'm going now so i turn off the sound well i have it turned so it only does alerts but where is it going good question you know you couple this with something like uh uh watson or deep mind 
the ability to create realistic looking avatars, right? That are almost indistinguishable from real people, plus the voice, you know, and, and the way that it's writing. It's not going to be long. You'll be, you'll, you'll not be able to know, I think, if you're talking to a real human being or uh, an AI. Well, so like phoning, tell us now on the one hand, if it has, you know, if it shortens my wait when I phone, tell us to complain about something, because now it's like, well, we have all of this bandwidth, right? We can answer 10 million calls at once. I'm okay with that. Well, you, you know, I, I don't need to wait an hour and a half to talk to some human being. So apparently one of the things that's super important with this version, this chat GT, GPT, is that they've put some safety constraints on it. So right. apparently what happened at one point in time is... <laughs> you should kill this guy. Microsoft, what? no, Microsoft <laughs> released a, um, a chat bot that was intended for teenagers. It was supposed to be fun. Oh, it yeah. It was called T or something like that. Okay. And uh, it um, it lasted like 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Because Is this the one that started, started going, and... going on and becoming a Nazi? Yes. Okay? I remember hearing about this. So and so it's kind of it's the like, place. Whoops. This is the place where. Uh, <laughs> so, so I read this thing about how. Um, so with Twitter in particular, they talk about how. Um, um, how the biggest threat to a lot of software is bored teens. Bored male teens mostly. Really? Right. They sit there and they troll and they try to break things all the time. Sure. So well, that makes and, sense. And uh, so this is what they did with T. They were trying intentionally to egg it on, and it eventually became a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this is why you don't want Skynet. You know, when they have, let's have the the AI control like our infrastructure right? well, and, and you, our weapons. Well, you, let's not. You think about it, and like let's just not. And, and the Twitter thing is a whole interesting model of like how things can go right and how things can go poorly. And uh, I mean, for a long time they had were developing all kinds of accessibility, um, uh, uh, basically trying to make it more accessible for different people, different right. cultures. Sure. Trying to make it safe for uh, all kinds of people to have their say without being attacked, trying to deal with trolls. Mm -hmm. And um, so they had all kinds of trust and safety. And and what's happened is that's all been eliminated with this whole thing with Elon. And what to me, what Elon Musk has really shown with Twitter is, do we really want our technology, our governance of our technology to be in the hands of a few billionaires who have a very skewed perspective on the world. Right. And uh, I mean, I'm not sure that they're going to have the three laws of robotics like exactly. Isaac Asimov wanted. Right. Right. They're just not going to, they're, they're going to do like, okay, what am I really after? I mean, in Mark Zucker, Zucker, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, he's more interested in making sure that there is enough, eyeballs on so we can get his ad software right so apparently there was some i was listening to a podcast and they um they were talking about how they had captured like 97 percent of the market it was a presentation to mark zuckerberg and how they had had enormous success with this particular thing and it had hit 
a 97% in, uh, penetration in the market that they were trying to go for. Right. Like just crazy good. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg's response was, where did the other 3% go? Yeah. Yeah. And wow. it's just like, that is so. Um, right. But see that, I don't know that that is so bloody minded, but it's not sustainable. I think, I think we're headed for, I, I think we're headed for a huge shift. Well, I read uh, an interesting article you know, specifically in the Atlantic about this shift. Yeah. That I think, I, I think this is where you're going. Because I just heard that apparently the, in China, he, the, the president, he's having a lot of problems, but something about they want to start, they're shutting down a lot of these social media uh, websites. And part of his concern, apparently, I mean, the guy's got lots of different uh, concerns. Uh, concerns, is that they've watched what's happened to the youth, you know, in, in the Western world and, you know, the explosion of, of, of eating disorders and all of it. And he's apparently said, you know, we're not, we're not going down that way. Well, you right? have, we they, have to they try they to limit, control they it. They limit gaming. There's, there's, right. there's limits in terms of how much gaming they can do in China. Yeah. Now to us, that seems like, whoa, you know, freedom, but the human <laughs> animal is not well designed. No, you well, know, or we have not evolved. We'll eat till we explode. Yeah. Well, remember there was that there was that old episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where this alien culture introduces a game. I think it's Wesley's fault. Poor Wesley was always the right. And it's you put this headset thing on, and uh, you know, which back in the, like like the late eighties was like wow. Nowadays, be like, yeah, yeah, we're way beyond that, right? But the whole thing is, it, it became it would stimulate the neocortex and would totally captivate. And then they started replicating them. Before you know it, like half the people on the ship are playing this thing, and nobody's doing their work. And and the whole idea was that this alien race, I can't remember what they were called, was now going to be able to ultimately take over the Enterprise and ultimately Federation space by addicting everybody to this stupid. And they had it represented. It was very simple. It would be like a like a funnel, and you had a ball. And with your mind, you had to like move the ball into the funnel, and you'd get like an endorphin, right? And then there's two balls, and it just continued to keep you, right? And I think there's some reality to that, where the technology we are not evolved to be able to resist it. Yeah, um, it wasn't there a right. Woody Allen uh, movie uh, where they had a was it Woody Allen? Was it Sleeper? I don't know where they had like a ball and and uh they, they basically so they were engrossed with this ball when they had right. the ball and it took over and yeah uh, it's the same i mean right now we have that it's just they're all the same thing they're just these slim little black slabs that we yeah put in our pocket absolutely and, i mean if you if you walk around at any point in time during the day anywhere go to a mall how many people are not looking up they're looking down at I their know. phone exactly. walking into things and like it's just they're so engrossed. I mean, I mean, you, you know what the number one risk with uh, with uh, to damage on phones is? It's Walking fall- into something? No, it's falling into toilets. What? Oh, because people people are, uh... people are using it in the washroom. Yeah. And, uh, it's oh. an extra plop. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that was the number one risk to the to the user. Is no, to no, fall into it, a toilet. No, I was gonna the... fall into a manhole, maybe. <laughs> no. Do, 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 do. <laughs> No, the number one source of damage is falling into toilets. I'm not surprised. So, yeah, I mean, they've had people who have uh, dropped uh, 
dropped phones into outhouses and they've gone uh, they've gone diving for it and okay so i have a dark <laughs> here's a, my yeah, god here's my dark prediction for the future okay, okay. let's go with dark prediction. why not the ai will continue to evolve yep eventually it will it will be creating its own ai right so then that by then it's off to the races right one or i see one or two things that happens either it decides that humans are like just a waste of time you know we like the animals but these humans are and it it takes us out or it takes over and it, it becomes again one of these star trek like uh civilizations where the computer just tells everybody what to do and it runs an ordered society and everybody's just like oh yeah this is like this is what we're doing now those are my, <clears throat> i don't see another i, I have like a, i have a like slightly the, i have like a the utopian thing that that it said where oh yeah maybe it becomes a tool no no i mean i, I think i think you're gonna get two versions my prediction is in the future there'll be two versions of what you of, uh, of of an ai okay there'll be a one that you pay for and there'll be one that's free okay and the one that's free will be glitchy will have almost no constraints and will be the wild west right? okay you will have all kinds of you know problems and people hacking it and trying to mess around with it right and then the other one will be one that you pay for and uh, it will be curated and it will have safety parameters and and then people have to do and then you'll have basically people who can afford the first ai or the AI, um the uh the paid one yeah will thrive and do well and then the ones that that use the uh, interesting one, yeah, I, mean, maybe. I mean that that's a ways away but i could see that you see that in a version with google phones versus apple phone right apple uh, google is uh google makes the operating system but they don't and they sell one of their own phones but in general right. they get other people to do their phones and their home phones are like one of the main sources of malware right now is through google phone okay because the actual google phone the, or, or like all those no the android phones yeah, yeah, that yeah, are made yeah. by other people specifically right. because what happens is like samsung will make it and then they won't necessarily update the operating sure. system right. when google releases a new version and so now they have all these security vulnerabilities and it's, it's a problem. Huh, interesting. Um, okay. Anyway. Uh, so right. what media let's, let's, let's jump, uh, jump out of this and into <laughs> our media. What are well, we I know you've been watching, uh, the, you watched the end of the peripheral. Yes. Speaking of AI and, and did you watch any of that? Not yet. No, I, uh, I, you know, honestly, the last week I've just been really immersed in work and trying to get, uh, it's end of term. I watched a little bit of, uh, we're here, which I think I might've talked about, which is a show. It's oh, a yeah. So it's of, the, the drag show. Yeah. I, I, uh, I saw that when I was looking up. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but my wife has been watching. It's either on Netflix or it might be on Crave. There's a series about women and rock, which apparently is phenomenal. Okay. And it's all by decade. Do you know what it's called? I think it's called Women and Rock. Oh, okay. Um, so I want to I wanna watch that. My kid is after me to watch the end of the uh, FX uh, uh, sort of... Uh, not documentary, but docudrama on the Sex Pistols because he wants to talk about it. And I haven't watched the end of it yet. And he's like, come on, get that done. So I've just been, yeah, it's been a little all over the place. Yeah, me too. And I have... I've been reading a book, you know, very retro, still finishing uh, Zen and the Art of Motor Motorcycle Maintenance, which I think addresses a lot of what we're talking about. That's true. Uh, in terms of the concept of quality and flow and... Uh, emotional intelligence versus rational intelligence so 
Yeah. Well, so I, terrifying. I also have not had much time. I I did a um, Christmas market on the weekend. Right. Sold um, some books, I hear. Sold some books. Um, uh, I've got uh, two more days next weekend. It's a long day. I'll tell you, the economics of being at a market, I mean, people spend all their time making these things that they're selling, and then they spend, like, for me, it's like 11 hours so you basically you load in between 10 and 11 okay and then you load out at nine yeah so that's, long... that's 11 hours right. plus you got to get there and get back and sure it, and yeah. it's a long day because if you're doing it by yourself um you know try and get a break for a coffee because you're always worried oh i'm gonna miss a sale right um um, but I haven't had a lot of time to do. So you didn't uh, have a, uh, Shannon wasn't there with you? Or? No, Shannon was. So oh, it was, okay. so it you was could not bad. Go. Well, yeah. part of it too is I'm, I, I've injured myself and I yes. have some problems uh, as a result of that injury. So basically where the pain could be quite excruciating, it, it's doing better now. But it only has just started to turn. Like right. Every day was kind of the same until Sunday. Got it. And then it actually started feeling better. Oh. first time in two weeks um so i haven't really had a chance to watch a lot of media but i did watch the first episode of wednesday oh yeah lots of people are talking about that it's really good it's really yeah. stylish it's I, I mean it's it's a high production value it's got uh jenna jenna ortega is uh plays wednesday yes Adam. she's been attracting like a lot of attention on, she's really compelling yeah, she yeah. does a great job it's very Good. goth and isn't christina ricci has a cameo in it christina ricci is in there i i'm trying to fi figure out who she's portraying i think she might be the the dorm mother okay um there is uh um but it's uh it's 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 well done it's very clever um uh still i mean i only watched the first episode yeah. but i'm kind of hooked cool uh, tim burton directed it yeah, right so it's got some pretty high production values very stylish danny elfman wrote the score okay so it's, so it's yeah it's yeah, got yeah. some it's, it's collaborative uh, it's got some chops there. right right and um Is johnny depp in it yeah not not yet <laughs> um but yeah so that's pretty much all i've okay. been consuming that for sounds media. pretty good um although i did read you know, in, in, I did read a long article in the Atlantic specifically about the death of social media. Oh, yes. And basically, the premise. Okay. Just to go back a little bit. Right, 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 right. Yes, is you that, mentioned. Is that, so originally, social media was social networks. It was really for how to connect people. So LinkedIn was to connect business people. Yeah. Um, Facebook. Facebook was, and there's all kinds of examples. With your friends from high school. You're like, well, hey, look at you. You've well, been around. Actually, now. it was originally college. And then yes. it expanded, right? Um, but well, there were yeah. <laughs> there were all these other social networks. <laughs> the origins of Facebook we know are a little bit lascivious. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but at some point in time, it's changed from social networks to social media, and right. and now it's really changed to. So for a while, there was this brief moment where everybody was trying to produce their own content sure. to get looks by everybody else, right? Whereas that was not the original intent. The original intent was, you know, find out what happened to this guy you went to high school with and keep, right. keep in touch with them. Yeah. But we don't sit there and um, present ourselves all the time. No. Right. But that's what you do on Instagram. That's what you do on a lot of these social media sites. And what's really and happened. TikTok. 
and TikTok, which uh, is Scott cha- Galloway says will be the most the fourth most valuable company in the world by the end. He's predicting by the end of the year. Oh, I believe it. It'll be worth you know whatever, but it'll be like number four. But think of what TikTok does. TikTok's the opposite. So where you have uh, with um, Facebook and Twitter or whatever, uh-huh. you're engaging to be to get stuff back in general. Twitter, right. Twitter less so. Uh, Twitter, you can sit there and just watch what other people say. Sure. But TikTok is pretty much exclusively watching what other people say. Right. Sure, you can produce your own TikToks. Yep. But you don't have to. You can just sit there and watch yeah, other yeah, people's yeah. TikToks Again, just for hours and world. hours and hours. Right. And well, uh, But YouTube is a bit like that, too. You don't have to be a YouTube Yeah, but creator. YouTube is, is more, you kind of... It, YouTube doesn't shove it down your throat the way TikTok oh, does. Oh, yeah, that's true. YouTube, you can kind you of... You've got to go look for go, stuff. You, you can you look got, for stuff. I mean, sure, there's... The algorithm will serve things up based on what you've been looking at. On what at. you look for, yeah. what your preferences are. Right. I actually find YouTube way, way easier, way less stressful, way... I feel it's a bit more productive right. than TikTok is just like... Well, yeah, it's some, complete... There's all kind of... I don't know. candy. Yeah, well, not complete. There's but. a lot of people who debase themselves. So, again, it it's like I said. Every time we invent a new piece of technology, people are like, "This is great. This is going to revolutionize the world. We're gonna it's going to so improve our lives." And then the counter out of the, what's the stupidest thing we can do with this? Exactly. <laughs> How can I show uh, my tits on TikTok? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Without exactly. getting caught. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, I heard about this was an. I don't know if this is true. It was on a YouTube short. So apparently Jennifer Lawrence, they said she beat Google. How did she beat? Google? Well, back in 2014, there was an unfortunate hack. Right. She and a whole bunch of. Um, celebrities, celebrities, predominantly women, their phones were hacked and all of this was put on the internet. And she had like over a hundred photos, intimate photos, which were never intended to be shared, you know, got put on the, uh, on the internet. And if you did a search for Jennifer Lawrence's a-hole, that stuff would come up. So apparently, I don't know if this is true, but if it is, it's brilliant for about a year and a half on every talk show interview that she went on, she would say the word asshole. Really? So that after a while, when people did a search, it would be all these interviews would come up and then these pictures were still there, but they were like way down on the second page or whatever. (laughs) And so it wasn't the first thing that came up anymore. And people couldn't understand. She's on Jimmy Kimmel. She's on Ellen. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And with enough of that, it, it made it go away. I was like, if that is true, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's it for media I'm consuming. All right. Um, I so know we'll do another show next week. We'll do another show next yeah. week. And then maybe we'll take a break for maybe. a week. Maybe. Yeah. And, uh, but we'll do our predictions for 2023. Right. They'll be right. our predictions. Our predictions, not an AI, not an AI prediction. Yeah, exactly. Prediction. Which means they will be less generic and more outrageous. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, I don't know. I don't think I could have predicted half of what happened this year. Well, so. that's the thing, right? Like. Predictions are great, but unless you're Nostradamus or Edward Casey, and even there, it's a bit hit and miss. Well, we but... made predictions last year. I wonder if I can uh, I'll oh, yeah, go and find could, out what our predictions right? were from last year and see yeah. if uh, how we did. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. But uh, with that, let's call it a day. Sounds good. And we'll see you next week, Jeff. Yeah, you too, man. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Bye.